The Long Haul Podcast, America's Irish Voice. Interviews with inspiring immigrants, renowned Irish personalities, and discussions on all things Irish America. Okay, so I'm here with Larkin Grawl after the couple of days after the Junior A football final where Cork were victorious over St. Barnabas. Uh, Larkin, congratulations on the win. Uh, you have a couple of days to reflect on it. How do you feel? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's um, first win since 1955, I believe. And yeah, it's a great bunch of lads there. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really just sank in. I just watched the game over again today and just, uh, it's unreal. It's an unreal feeling. It's, it's, it's great for them. The people like Gary Lowney and Liam Hanley and Tom Courtney, all these lads that have brought this club through for the last numbers of years. You know, it's 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 brilliant to finally win something for them. They've put so much effort into it and they've brought it to like where it is. And they just gave me a chance this year to try and maybe bring it a little bit further. And they were they were brilliant. They gave us everything we needed and done everything for us and just sort of Left us at it. To be honest, it was it was it was unreal. It was unreal. Yeah. Tell me about yourself, Cork, and um, how long are you? Tra- is, was this your first year training Cork, and how did you get involved with the club? Well, I wouldn't say training now. Yeah, um, I was involved with the club three or four years ago. Um, I'm lucky enough. I work with Gary Lowney, and then um, now now I'm working with with Liam Hanley, and. Just sort of got involved. Jeremy McCullers with the club. He's in the same club as me at home or at out. And we um, just got involved with him. Asked me to come up one day and just tipped away and played there. And then um, I think it was just last year with COVID and everything. The 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 two lads, Gary and Liam, again were involved. But I think they've their own businesses and companies here, and they've maybe found it hard to to balance both family football and. And uh, the workload with with COVID and everything that was going on. So I just got on to Gary last November and I asked him. I said, "Look, I said I was I was doing jiu-jitsu and a bit of kickboxing with Johnny Glynn at the time." And I said, "Look, if I could convince Johnny to come in and give us a hand, and maybe we could start a bit of a try and get a bit of a management team going." Because to be honest with you, I'm I'm no coach, you know. I feel I get on very well with the players. I have a good rapport yeah. with them and they're like they're a great bunch of lads there and I've known them for the last few years. But I just thought maybe maybe if we got Johnny in this and try and get a good management team around us that we, we might do something. So to be honest with you, I know Johnny's head for about three months about it. <laughs> and he dropped me home one day after training. I said, Sure, man, you'll you'll come with Cork, will you? And he goes, right, we will. And then I rang Gary Lowney straight away in the car before I got over it. And then we went over and met Liam and uh, and Gary over in Liam's house. And we discussed what we do from there. And then um, Johnny brought Lawrence Kennedy in as well, which is another great coach. And then we're actually doing a bit of jiu-jitsu with, with Parik McGarty there as well in the kickboxing. And he's works, I think he's um, Johnny's boss. So he got involved too. And we have um, Endaloni, which was actually playing playing with us, but got injured at the start of the year, and we didn't want him to go anywhere. So we got him involved with the management team as well. So I don't I don't think there's anybody like there was a, a management set up there. All right, there was no particular manager installed in the thing. I think it was a it was a team effort by the five of us, and then when like we asked for stuff off, like for training gear and stuff from from the Cork GA and 
from Gary and from Liam Hanley. There was no, um, it was just everything was yes, there you go, go for it. Like they backed us all the way, you know. So we had a, the five of us then just, that was it really. The five of us just went for it. And as I said, we have a, we have a great core of boys there from Bantry that came over a few years ago and um, some of the older all the lads like Sean McNamee and Jeremy Culler, Alan Raff, we have Paul O'Connor there that came back in mid-season when he seen what was going on. And like these lads have families that are living up in Mayo Pack and up in Rockland and all the Bantry boys are down in, in Brooklyn. Like and the like the effort they made to come training, like we'd 20 odd of training every night. And like we were training with at the start of the year with Sligo and Leitham as well to train. As you probably know, like the, the more numbers you have with training, the better the better it is to get drills going and organize and and get everything going. But like from from day one, the, the backing and support we got was unbelievable. Yeah. And it's just it's just great. And it's, it makes days like this um even better, you know. Lorcan, just on that to training, I I noticed that going to Randall's Island this year that the three teams were training together. Was that the first year that you all trained together, and uh, how did that come about? Because I know myself, um, we, we actually started doing it with Brooklyn, and uh, it, it's kind of the, it seems to be the way forward, really, doesn't it? That you... Yeah, at the at the end of last year, we um we started training a little bit with Sligo because I I play a bit of Sligo B football and got to know a few of the lads and Jer and Sean Mac, Jer McCullough and Sean McNamee play play with Sligo as well and they were involved so it was sort of we knew we we knew a few lads and the few lads were playing up and down so it was like and then this year Sean McNamee was managing Leitrim with Sean and then Sean Kelly that plays with Leitrim was helping Sean McNamee with Sligo so and then it was just sort of we all just sort of helped each other out you know so it just it, it started a little bit last year but this this year it was sort of the plan just to get numbers and we what we done was we drafted up and down players there like a few Cork lads played for Leitrim a few Leitrim lads played for Sligo so it was just we're all we all just got to know each other really over the over the year and actually like last Christmas, I organised the soccer there. We do Thursday night soccer, so there was a few Leitrim lads playing, a few Sligo lads. So we just decided that look, it's it's better with numbers, and yeah. that's just the way it went from there, you know. And then when you have the likes of Lawrence Kennedy, and you have Sean McNamee there, and you have Johnny Glynn, who like are unreal trainers, like it's boys come down, you know, and training's enjoyable. They've no problem coming from all corners of New York to come down and, and take part in this so yeah when did you start training this year we started the week after paddy's paddy's okay. day yeah and what were you yeah, doing we long... doing uh, once or twice a week or how, how did uh, it work out uh twice a week yeah twice a week all um fitness for the first while we had tackle bags down there we had skipping ropes we had like we had um like obviously all the, your cones and all your all your other stuff but like just just a lot, of, a lot of fitness, but uh, one night and then maybe the other night we do a bit more ball work. But like that was, and then, then we, as the season went on, we just we we play games against each other. And like Lawrence Kennedy there has a set of goals up in his house for his two young lads up there, and he he bring them down the back of the van some days just to just yeah. so because you know you know yourself there's nowhere there's nowhere with posts you know yeah. and kicking scores is is vital you know if you and it's it's very hard to be kicking over a soccer post every every training session when you don't have the post. So he, he'd bring the goals down the odd training session. Yeah. All in Randall's, was, wasn't it? 
All in Randalls, yeah. And then to the end of the season, then we sort of got the pack and um, maybe half of the pitch for four or five nights there at the end, yeah. So, okay, when the when things were kind of quieting down, was it the last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, look, like we we had that's what eight months now we've been yeah. we've been playing. Like it's there was a month, four or five weeks there we had no game. There was some teams hadn't played, so we were we were stuck with no game. So like it's literally only yeah. finished there. On on Saturday, you know, so yeah. it's a long old season. The the goals make a big difference, don't they? I know myself. I'm going. You're you're training there with soccer goals. Next thing you're going up to Gaelic Park to play a game. You're getting ushered yeah. onto the pitch. Most times you don't even get a warm up, and then you you could you could you could be uh, in the middle of a game before you get your first shot on goal. <laughs> or, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. You're just trying to do your yeah, yeah. get get fit, and then they're blowing their whistle to get the game started. Yeah, so look. Getting back to the game Saturday, uh, you started slowly, I would say. I didn't really get much into it. I, I think uh, Barnabas were kind of on top for mo- for the most part. You were like nine, six down. And to be honest, I thought you were, you, I, it, it didn't look like you could pull it out of the bag. And up popped Jeremy McCullough there. He got a great goal to bring you right back in the game. It made some difference. And uh, towards the end, I think that your experience really shone through there with a couple of the other lads, Dara Walsh and Raftery, a couple of other fellas. Uh, how, how big of an influence were they? Oh, brilliant. Like Alan, Alan Raft, there's a, a class. No, no veteran. He probably won't let me like be saying that, but like he's, <laughs> he was class there. Like Sean McNamee there, centre back, you know. I think there was, you know, I think there was a great mix of like youth and experience there. Yeah, you know, obviously the sending offs had a probably the big, a big, um, a big part to play in it. But like the, it was just, I think, over the last few years, it was the last fifteen twenty minutes. We knew, we knew we had to play well for the last fifteen twenty minutes. Like if we kept within a score or like three or four points. I think we we were confident in our own ability to go, you know. On the bench, we like we always talk among ourselves, you know what I mean? There's never really any rash decisions made. There's, we'll 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 have a chat with each other, like we'll have a difference of opinion, but sure, that's that's the way it goes, you know what I mean? Everybody is entitled to their opinion, but at the end of the day, I think we we made the right decisions. You know, like we had like young Sean Tierney there come up this year and he probably marked him one of the best corner forwards in the game. You know, he played he played well against him, you know. You have then Sean Mackin playing centre back and he's probably one of the older lads on the team, you know. And I'd say if we lost now, he might he might have retired. Alan <laughs> Raff might have retired. Paul O'Connor, you might you might see all these boys back next year again for one last one last bass. But look. The end there. I seen Alan Raff kicked one wide, way right and wide, and I was literally on my knees going, "Ah, oh, here we go again," you know. And if any other game, he would have stuck that over, you know. But like that, we just stuck to stuck to what we knew, and we got six in a row. Then with no with no reply, like you know, the backs the backs done Trojan work there to block down lock down ball. Dara watch midfield, like is an animal. He flew home the next day. He's at home now to play hurling and football championship with his own club, you know. All we right. thought we'd we'd lost him because he was meant to fly back the week before, but he stayed on again. So like he's away home now to play in Clare. Two games this week, I think he's playing, you know. And but like the running, the work he does is is unbelievable, you know. Tom Joe came on there, uh, was brilliant. Um Niall Judge usually played corner forward for Sligo or for 
Cork back then, he was sweeping. Like there was just lads bought into it, you know. They bought into what what we wanted from the start of the year, you know, and they listened and they they just it was just it just came together in the end, you know. It all came together and every every you know, I don't know if you know yourself, like there's some it's hard. The background, the background stuff is hard. You're texting boys. You're trying to get them out training. You're doing this, like even an old thumbs up in the group. Boys don't put them up. You're texting going, what, what are you doing? Where are you? Why aren't you putting the thumbs up? You're like, you know, there's, yeah. it's just, but these lads just, they kept going, you know, they, they, they could see it. They could see it. And it was just, yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And it was a good Barnabas side. There was a good it was like seven or eight of them. I left. I had to check the figures, but a couple of them are just after off the back of winning a senior county. Like so, it was a high standard junior A football championship. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. The the matters there, and the Brosnan. You have the the this is the twin brothers there. The I think one of them was playing. I can't think of his name now. But like, there's some class footballers there. You know, like fit. Like we 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 knew they'd keep going. We knew sixty sixty minutes. Like. It's like the the water breaks there. I think sometimes they either they're great or they're bad. They have they they work both ways, you know. But I think I think they suited us in the final, you know, just to get that few minutes and just just to settle ourselves and have a chat and and get at it again, you know. Maybe look, they're coming back off a win. They could have been on the beer for two weeks or not. But I I don't think they they were, you know. They're well drilled. Johnny McGinney and Hogan and them boys have them boys well drilled, you know. They're they're good. They're good lads. They're training all year as well, and they're they're in college, and they're you see the size of them. They're 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 animals, you know. But as I said, I think it was just a little bit of experience at the end, you know, and that brought it for us, and yeah, brought it over the line. Was it a tactic to for Niall Judge? To, he, he kind of fell back into a free roll there, holding a bit, or was it just how the game developed? And uh... yeah, um, Pa Pa Glim was. Was the sweeper, and two weeks ago he had um he he'd strained his hamstring, so we sort of had to start him because we couldn't. Not that we had to start him, but we started him because he started all year. But he's he's played unreal as a sweeping role for us all year. I think he actually played with Kerry last year when they won the when they won the junior, and he transferred to us this year. And you know, and it was like we knew he had a bit of a niggle so it's like we start him because we couldn't afford to bring him on and then have to take him off again and then Judgy had played the role the previous game when he, where he did get injured as well like you know so like Judgy was Judgy had hurt himself previously in the year he's playing corner forward and he didn't feel like he could maybe make the turns as quick and everything so he was brought out to to, to centre forward and he just heard us he just drove on from there centre forward and he's He's like a jack in the box. He seemed to be everywhere. Like I watched the ball yesterday. I don't I think every second minute he had the ball in his hand, you know, and he just he was he was brilliant, you know. He just done he just done that role for us yesterday and it just it worked out brilliantly. Yeah, when you're under pressure like that, it's always good to have a baller there just to get on the ball and you know he's comfortable on the ball. It seemed to work well, he soaked it up and then the second half he he, he kicked on after uh Jer's goal. Yeah, absolutely. And even like Donny and Gold there making that run, I think yeah. it put a, a bit of fire under us as well. It's like he wants it. He wants to get up there and you know, and everybody was there. It was just look, it just worked out. They dropped what one they put one wide and one short there near the end and we just we kicked ours over, you know. Sean McMill hate me for saying this now, but you know when he's kicking over the, the, the score to draw a game, there's something going right to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> tell me, 
the heavy there's a big cork contingent there there's a couple of bantry boys there looking at the team sheet uh, how many actual cork f- fellas um cork you have you you donny and goal you had um donny and goal you Stephen hanley cornerback you had anthony hanley uh, john lavin were on the bench they were they were cork as well you had tom joe come on you had dara welly they're all cork yeah there's there was Owen Dwyer was Cork as well yeah um, Pasheen if you want I heard he was born in Cork and he's lived there for three months but I suppose he's a Kerry man so I don't yeah that's up for debate but yeah there was six or seven boys there you know and then you have like you have Andrew Bork from Galway you've, obviously you have, you have a good mixture of, of boys there yeah but seven or eight of them from Bantry and yeah and around the Cork area yeah and tell me about the club itself, uh, uh, Larkin. Like uh, I could, I could hear a good. Uh, there was a good following there in the crowd. You could hear there was a good Cork contingent, and you could see it meant a lot to people on the line. It meant a lot of you after after the final whistle it was. Uh, it really meant a lot to you. It was, it was almost more like a ju- more than a junior county final with uh, some of the celebrations there. In uh, fairness, it was great to see. Look, I'm I'm only here five years, and I think. Since Liam and Gary been here, they've lost five or six finals, you know, between senior and junior. And you see a man like Tom Courtney up there, he's a diehard Cork man. You know, he's at every game. Even last year, he was on the line with us last year. Just a gentleman and just like... And then if I think a lot of other people there were mightn't even been from Cork, but were just wanted Cork to, to win something and go there and like... And just do it, you know. And but there was there was a there was a great crowd, a great crowd at it. Like and just like at the end, as I said, the effort, the effort boys put in, like not just this year, but last year that brought like like getting all these players over, you know, especially when there's no drafts or you can't you can't really like the only lads that come over this year were, were lads that had passports, you know. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, yourselves in as a as like an Irish club, like not not too many American lads on it. It's very, it's very hard to keep lads interested and keep them going and doing everything. But look, look, yeah, there was great support there on Saturday, and like you even see the kids, they all the gear on them. Like they're just, they love coming down to Gaelic Park. That's what it's all about, you know. Seeing the the older generation, the young kids, and everybody enjoying it and celebrating it, you know. But like that, that win there was for the. For obviously the players and our management team an awful lot of effort, but sure, all all the other people that have put in the effort over the years too. It's yeah, it's a a collective win for everybody. If you want, like it's just yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's unreal. Very good. So, uh, are you going to stick together next year that management team? And it's going to be intermediate this year or ne- next year? Is there big big push to get onto senior or what's the goal? Yeah, I think um, we'll we'll definitely have to sit down and discuss it. You know, there's there's. I think we 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 said if we lost we didn't we weren't too sure and if we won we'd we'd, we'd sit down and talk about it. you know everybody is I just had a me and my wife just had a new baby there two weeks ago and oh, congrats. stuff like you know and like Johnny's getting married this year Lawrence is involved with other teams you know and look we'll have to we'll have to sit down with the the hierarchy and see see what they think if they're they're happy enough their first winning over sixty years I think and the. Uh, they might have to stick with us, you know, if we're, if we're allowed. But yeah, I'd love to go on. You know, look, I learned a lot this year. Like, I that's the first real team I was involved with managing. You know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, 
consider myself a, a manager by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I, you get on with these boys and you surround yourself with the with the right people around you, you know. And and a good a good management team will will bring you a long way, you know. And that's that's what they've done this year, you know. It's credit to Parik and and uh, like two two lads in the, in the background there that are quieter than probably myself and Lawrence and, and Johnny, you know, but like they're lads that can, they go over and they, they chat to lads and you don't even like, it's, it's amazing what these lads can do, you know? And then Lawrence there will, and Johnny in the changing room, like you just, you just listen to them. Like you just like Johnny's a big man. Lawrence is a great heart, you know, that man like lost his, his brother this year, you know, he had a tough year. And I, I think, I think we helped, you know. We all we all stuck it in together. There was more like there was just there was just a drive there this year that that brought it all together. You know, we just it was just it was just brilliant. It's 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 unreal, you know. Every you know yourself, you win somebody. Just keep watching over the, the video on YouTube. Like the you guys did an unreal job there commentating. And the, the quality <laughs> of the game was was class, you know. But as I said, when you when you when you win, it's it's a lot easier to watch back these things when you win, you know. Yeah. Sorry, we we didn't get all the names right. Sometimes you can see when it zooms in on camera the, the number, but we we don't have that when we're up in the stands. So oh to make... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I think I but think we we'll forgive you for that. But yeah. of course, uh, and, and Liam, of course, is involved in, with the car club, isn't he? Liam Birmingham, who's alongside me. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the secretary, or yeah, yeah. I but I, I know Liam Birmingham has a, a lot to do with me over the years as well. Yeah, and like. Pat Scan helped out there years ago as well as manager, even though he's a Clare man, I think. And you know, so yeah, yeah, he was he was actually commentating with you. I only copped that today. To be honest, even though I've watched the very, video three was, or four times. He, he was very good. I was very impressed with him. He was natural. Yeah. But yeah. uh, but uh, Larkin, thanks very much for coming on. Coming on, I appreciate it. It's great to see you know the hard work paying off. It was great scenes there Saturday night and. Uh, might be up against you next year with uh with Kerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be playing intermediate next year with Cork yourself. With Cork. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Oh, Larkin. I appreciate Cheers. it. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a million. Thank you. Have a good one. For the latest New York GAA match reports and other Irish American sports news, check out the longhaulpodcast.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the Long Hall Podcast.